Hello, and welcome to the Get Transformed podcast of Transformation Christian Fellowship. We are so excited that you're tuning in, and we hope that you will be empowered and transformed by the Word of God. Uh, Vision Month is a time where we, um, where we deliver the Word of the Lord of what God has given um, our house here at TCF for the year. Um, to focus on. And as I declared on in 2020 on Vision Sunday of last year, I believe this decade is the decade of unbelievable and unpredictable possibilities. It would be a decade that we've never seen before in our lifetime. And um, we declared that then and for still in the same decade, God has given us a word for this year. Uh, and that one word is ascend. All right. And so we give the word of the Lord. We also take this time to seek God as it pertains to what he would call us to do for the year. This is not about me, 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 I, I, I. It is about what God has put in us to do and to accomplish. It is his will, not our will, uh, to be done. This is not about self. This is about seeking God. And so we take this time every year to seek God about it, all right? And then lastly, because I really want to get into the word of the Lord for the sake of time, um, we, on the first Sunday of February, I want, uh, we will be doing a sacrificial offering. Uh, that is our ascend offering. And I'm not a person that tells you what to give. I'm just saying to give something that is maybe a sacrifice to you um, on this first Sunday of February to the house of TCF. I am challenging all of us, whether that's $20, 40, 50, whatever that is sacrificial to you. I'm challenging you to sell that first Sunday of February. I'm not telling you we're trying to raise this amount. What we're doing is sowing a seed as a sign of our faith and obedience and saying, God, we're putting something into the ground for this year. And we're believing that what we put into the ground, God, you're going to you're going to ascend uh, the very thing that we put into the ground. And so that's what we're doing first Sunday of February. All right. And so I want you to be ready for that. I want you to be ready for that. Uh, as we sow and we come together and sow our early, our beginning of the year offering, sacrificial offering unto the Lord. Uh, it's not about, you know, I'm not that person, the hundred dollar line, all that stuff. Whatever is sacrificial to you, you sow that. All right. And that's what we'll be doing. All right. All right. So I got some good news that's dropping. TCF, are you ready for it? So those of you who've been following us for following us on Instagram, those of you who've been watching on YouTube and different things like that, we are launching, ladies and gentlemen, we are launching our new thing that God has given me the word for our leadership and discipleship aspect here of our church. The name of it is now Transform Life. And Transform Life, ladies and gentlemen, is pretty much how we do life as agents of change here in the world now that we have given our lives over to Christ. And so there will be, uh, there is a part of our leadership, how you get involved in leadership and then also our discipleship program, all right? And so part of that launching, ladies and gentlemen, is uh, at the end of February, beginning March, we'll be launching our Transform Life Groups. Transform Life Groups. So our Transform Life Groups are launching, ladies and gentlemen, and the great thing about it is, is that it's going to connect us wherever you are. There's people who watch the check-ins faithfully in Australia. <laughs> Shout out to Kira, who may be watching. Uh, or, well, she normally watches on demand. But shout out to those various people who, you know, watch the check-in and stuff like that. And so there's three groups 
that are going to be watching. Uh, there's three groups that we're launching, the Transform Life groups. There's going to be a men's. Uh, there's also going to be a woman's. And then this is the one I'm excited about. The creatives are going to have a creative life group. We got vloggers in the room. We got different people who do various things. That right there is going to be a one life group you do not want to you do not want to not be a part of if you are a creative. So you want to be a part of that. Uh, this is a think tank. I mean, it's going to be awesome. More information is going to be coming out as we progress through this month. Uh, when the times of meeting, how you can register, how you can be a part. No matter where you live, no matter who you're a part of, you can be a part of our Transform Life groups. And so we are excited about that. All right. Now that all of that's out of the way, uh, go with me, ladies and gentlemen, to the book of Psalms, Psalms 24. That is where the word of the Lord for 2021 will be for us today. All right. I want to share with you prophetically what God has laid, uh, has given me as it pertains to the house of TCF. And those of you who are a part of it, no matter where you live. All right. Psalm 24, and I'm going to read from the Voice Bible. I'm going to put it on the screen here. I'll put it on the screen, and um, we're going to read. Going to read this for your hearing. Psalm 24, verse three and four says, from the Voice Bible, "Who can possibly ascend the mountain of the Eternal? Who can stand before Him in sacred spaces? Only those whose hands have been washed." and hearts made pure, men and women who are not given to lies or deception. Verse four, I mean, excuse me, verse five says, the eternal will stand close to them with blessing and mercy at hand, and the God who redeems will right what has been wrong. These are the people who chase after him, like Jacob. They look for the face of God. They look for the face of God. So the word that I want to give you for this year, ladies and gentlemen, is the word that God has put a place upon my heart is the word ascend. Ascend. Say, I am going to ascend in 2021. Let's look at what ascend means. So ascend in the Merriam-Webster uh, dictionary means two, it's twofold. Uh, one, to move upward, to move upward. And then here's another one. Number two, to rise from a lower level or degree, right? And so one of the things that you saw in our declaration, how God would raise us from how God, how, how in our declaration, we said that we're rising above our circumstances, rising above all of those things. And the reason for that, ladies and gentlemen, is, is that it is not what I'm not saying that magically 2021 have happens and the pandemic is over. That's not what we're saying. What I'm saying is, is that in every generation and, and in, 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 you look at the scripture that when moments like this happen, where there's calamity, there's uncertainty, there's all of these things there that God ascended a people or a person for a specific mission and brought deliverance. And so I'm believing that our people here at TCF, that God is putting us in a position to ascend us to places of influence and affluence in order to affect change. 
Are you hearing what I'm saying? In order to affect change, those of you, you have different spheres of where you impact. You have different spheres of where God is using you to be uh, uh, effective in. And I believe that God is going to use you in that sphere and ascend you to a place where you can actually impact the change and bring the kingdom of God to that sphere. Hey everyone, my name is Bumi, and I would like to invite you to go ahead and download our Transformation Christian Fellowship app. It's a really convenient and really easy way to stay connected with us here at TCF. You can find the latest sermon and more of our exclusive content here at TCF. You can simply download the app in the App Store or the Google Play Store, or go ahead and click on the link in the bio and download it from there. Don't miss out. And remember, transformation starts here. So I'm being used, I'm being used to be an ambassador of Christ in those fears. Alright? In those fears. And so that's what we want to. That's what we want to um, make sure we understand about this prophetic word as far as a sin. It's not saying, ladies and gentlemen, that all know God is raising us up for such a time as this in order from a lower level of degree to a higher one in order. And here's the other thing. One of the things I said last year is that God is bringing us from the backside. Those who've been on the backside, those who've been feeling like they've been hidden and God will do like he did with Moses is bring them out of that hidden place where he was working on you and developing you in the dark and bringing you to a place of prominence in order to bring change, in order to bring change, ladies and gentlemen. And so I feel, again, is that God used Moses to uh, ascended Moses to a place or a level of authority to bring change. Not only that, but I'll show you as the months close on how God used Joseph to ascend to a level to affect change. There's and then and then here here's the thing that then here's here here's the catch that God on his throne descended so that he can ascend to affect change in such a time as where he was living in. And so what makes you think that you and I who are ambassadors and believers of Christ that we can that God has not commissioned us to do the same. All right? And so here we have it, ladies and gentlemen, we are in the book of Psalms 24. Psalms 24, I want to make it very important to you, and I want to make and put this in proper context, is that here we have it, is that Psalm 24, uh, uh, you know, David says, the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, you know, and everything that dwells within it. And so then you get to verse 3 when it says, who shall, because, because of this type of God that he explains in verses 2, he said, well, who shall ascend to where this person is? Who shall ascend? Who, who shall dwell in his, in his holy places? And so I want to make it very clear that, uh, that David is not talking about is by works that one can ascend to the presence of God. That's not what he's saying. It is through the grace of God. By believing that you are saved by faith through grace. And that is how you are able to then ascend into the holy place. Matter of fact, ladies and gentlemen, I want to put it all in context, is that, is that Paul was not the first one to talk about righteousness being imputed upon us. But matter of fact, David here in Psalm 24 lets us know right there that, that those who have clean hands and a pure heart, we are not pure by nature. We're not clean by nature. But the way that we, we have a pure heart and clean hands is through regeneration. Regeneration through the, oh my God, through the blood of Jesus Christ. Now, and you must be born again, 
all right? You must be born again. That's how you enter through this. But God began to show me something, ladies and gentlemen, to open my eyes to this. And I was like, you know, I don't really, I'm not feeling this text. It's not like, you know, like, you know, it got a sin in there. I'm not trying to use it because it has a sin. And the Lord was like, huh, first of all, you're dumb. I'm smart. And so this is how you go about doing it. This is how you're going to go about doing it. But there's some prophetic statements that God has given me as it pertains to this text. And I want to share it with our community tonight. The first thing that I want to show you uh, that God began to speak to me as it pertains to this text, ladies and gentlemen, and hear this prophetically, is that the remnant of believers who have postured themselves in humility, purity, and integrity will ascend to greater influence and affluence, while those who have puffed themselves in pride will descend from platforms. I want to make this very clear, is that the Holy Spirit began to give me this. And say, in this year, I want you to watch how those who, see, here's the thing. The issue is, ladies and gentlemen, as it pertains to his bride, his church, ladies and gentlemen, there has been, let's just focus on the church here in America. The issue is, ladies and gentlemen, there has been all of this stuff going on, scandal, slander, all of this stuff going on here in the church of America. And what God is saying that in this year, what's going to happen is, is that I'm going to ascend those who have already postured themselves with humility. What is missing, ladies and gentlemen, in our church here in America is humility. Humility and walking in a place of purity and holiness. And God, and and, and also integrity. And so God cannot have real ambassadors, God cannot have these phonies portraying like they belong to him and that they are ambassadors of Christ because they they are blurring the view of who God is so that the lost can actually come and get salvation. And so in order for that to happen is that those who have misused and abused platforms because of their character, because of their character was not good enough to keep them there because they didn't keep themselves submitted. Those are the ones who are going to descend while those who have been posturing themselves under the mighty hand of God are about to see an ascension. Put in the chat section, say you got to remain humble. You got to remain humble. I want to help you understand something is that the, 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 oh my God, pride comes before the fall and the mighty are going to fall hard. And why are they going to fall hard? It's because they have not put themselves in right character. They have not put themselves in right character and allowed the Holy Spirit to really work on them. And, uh, they have not put themselves there and, 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 and they have not and acted with integrity, ladies and gentlemen. And so now what, ha- what happens is, is that what, what happens is, is that when you have people on the forefront who profess a certain thing, who are not operating in integrity who are not operating ladies and gentlemen with humility and nasty and don't don't, don't handle business well that is uh, uh, bringing corruption into the church that is bringing corruption into businesses this isn't just for the church but corruption even also in our white houses and in our government places ladies and gentlemen I'm telling you now as a mouthpiece of God that there are people who are about to experience a descent while God will raise up true men and women, and you may be saying, oh, I've heard this before. No, that there have been men and women that God has had had in hiding for a very reason, because he will not expose them until everything in them is in a proper place and humble before God in order for you to be a sin. Yeah. 
The reality is sometimes you ask yourself, God, why haven't I got there yet? Why haven't I not done this yet? Why does it seem like I'm still trying to get to a certain level? And the reality is, is that you have not humbled yourself under God. Because the reality is, is that you can't ascend to the holy place without Jesus. You can't ascend there without Jesus. And you know the reason why Lucifer, I hear you, Holy Spirit, the reason why Lucifer got kicked out of heaven is because he exalted himself above God. And you cannot feel like you're going to get somewhere exalting yourself above God. That does not happen like that. And the reason why he got kicked out is because he exalted himself and he wanted the same glory that God had in heaven. Not understanding that, listen here, you were created, man. And that's what sometimes people do. We get ahead of ourselves. We get a little position. We get in a platform and we start exalting ourselves over God. It starts becoming about ourselves. And that's what happens when our character has not been dealt with properly and we have not been properly processed because when you get to a certain place and you, and you get there, ladies and gentlemen, you do not, what happens is, is that it's not that money changes people. What happens is, is that stages, uh, opportunities will only reveal what was already in them. And if you have not humbled yourself to say, God, that is a weakness of mine. I need you to deal with it. If you don't humble yourself to that understanding, you will not see God push you in certain places. Are you hearing me? Listen to what the Lord is saying to us. Let me give you something here. Let's get, let's go to Bible. Matthew chapter 23, verse 12. Let's see. Here's what Jesus said. And whoever exalts himself will be humbled. And he who humbles himself will be exalted. Hallelujah. That's what Jesus says. He says, and whoever exalts himself, he's going to be humbled. And so there's going to be people in this year who's going to have to eat a lot of humble pie. And lots of it. The reason why is because they exalted themselves. But this is what Jesus says. Those who stays under my hand, those who humbles themselves. In humility, not this false humility that you portray, not that false humility stuff. And I'm not talking about thinking of yourself lower. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about humility in that sense. I'm talking about humility of understanding and relying on God, humble to the place of understanding that I know that I would not have gotten here without the intuition and out the guidance of God. It's humbling yourself to realize is that I'm nothing. It's humbling myself to realize that when Jesus said that I am the true vine, oh my God, you can't do nothing apart from me is understanding that I have nothing out of my own outside what God gives me. Let's go here, 1 Peter. Let's go here, 1 Peter. Can he come with me? 1 Peter chapter 5, verse 6. Let's go here. What Peter says, therefore humble yourself under the mighty what? Hand of God. That he may do what? Exalt you in what? Due time. That's why I said my hour has come. The hour has come. My time of visitation is among us, ladies and gentlemen. The reality is, is that I sense in the spirit, ladies and gentlemen, that there are there is coming a time in this point of this year that God is going to ascend TCF to such a level, ladies and gentlemen, where it's starting to really affect the change that we're trying to see. Now, let me move because I got a lot to get through. I want to show you number two. I want to give you a prophetic warning that the Lord gave me. 
Here it is. Do not give yourselves over to lies and deception because you will forfeit the promise of God. You will forfeit the promise of God. Let's read what Psalms says again. Let's read what Psalms says again. Verse 4. Only those who have hands have been washed and hearts made pure. Men and women who are, who are not given to lies or deception. Now, the New King James Version would say those who have not given themselves to idols or who have not sworn deceitfully. Meaning those who have not, those who, who are not just, just spreading rumors and lies. Or giving themselves to gossip. But here he has it, ladies and gentlemen, what the warning is, is that what's happening is, is that there is a mass level of deception that is hovering the earth. Where people's appetite for truth is dropping. And what we call truth, ladies and gentlemen, is actually wrong. And what's happening is, ladies and gentlemen, is, is that I've seen, I was seeing it. And what's happening is, ladies and gentlemen, we're trading the truth of God's word for a lie. And so what, and then here's what we're doing is that we're falling, ladies and gentlemen, under this new age deception. I'm telling you. This new age deception to, to, to counterfeit the things of God into other things. Yeah. Let me give you an example. Faith, ladies and gentlemen, is what we believe. Faith is, is so faith, uh, we walk by faith and not by sight, right? Uh, 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 Hebrews 11 will tell us that um, for his, uh, you know, without faith is it impossible to please God. And so we understand that, you know, faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. And so here's what people do. You want to hear the new age? Here's the new age. So I'm going to say that now my faith, ladies and gentlemen, this is, this is what believers believe. We believe in walking by faith. But now here we have it, new age philosophy saying, well, it's not necessarily faith as it is of manifestation. So here's the, here's the lie. The lie is this. The lie is I'm going to walk off of uh, walk a uh, work off of manifestation. And here's what people do. If I put God behind it a little bit, then I just going to manifest whatever I said is going to do. You get what I'm saying? So what happening is, is that people believe is that I can manifest something out of my own doing that my friend is, 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 is that my friend, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to be all real honest, that's pride. Because you think that something in you can produce something without the creator. Can I give you the other deception that is, that is, that is, that is going around here? The other deception, ladies and gentlemen, is positive vibes. All of this stuff about positivity and negativity, ladies and gentlemen. So here's what we do. Again, I'm going to use faith and say if I can think positive, keep myself in positive stuff. And then there's nothing wrong with thinking positive. There's nothing wrong with thinking in such things. There's nothing wrong with that. Here's the issue, ladies and gentlemen, when you think your positivity is stronger than faith. You're wrong. Because being positive, ladies and gentlemen, what is it rooted in? It doesn't say that, you know, it doesn't say that without positivity, it's impossible to please God. It's saying without faith. Are you hearing me? Nothing wrong with nobody wants to be around a negative person. Don't get me wrong. The issue becomes is when we start thinking that that 
is what's going to help produce something else. That if I'm positive and the earth and the, and the universe gives back positive vibes. You feel what I'm saying, all the boomy? The universe, positive vibes. I just feel some positivity in the air. What does the universe have to give that God hasn't given it? You're falling for mass deception. And you know what's happening, ladies and gentlemen, is you have preachers coming behind the pulpit preaching this stuff to you. And you dance. You dance. And then you go home and coronavirus hits. And you want to throw this all away. Why? Because it's not rooted in anything. It's not rooted in the truth of God's word. There is something, ladies and gentlemen, that I want to share with you, and I've got to move. I want to share with you what the Lord showed me, ladies and gentlemen, is that he showed me that there will be a new thing that arises in this year, ladies and gentlemen. It will, it, it's going to give the idea like it's going to be such a great business, and people are going to invest in it. It's going to be a mass thing that comes to, uh, comes to America that people are going to you know, try to get other people to come on. And here's what he said. You're going to fall for it because you, out of your own lustful desires, you want to get somewhere quick. And what's going to happen is, is that it's going to cost people a lot of money. I want you to be warned. There's going to be other things that arises within this year. Let me tell you something. You better hold on and you better know the truth of God's word. There is going to be even things that arises that I heard the spirit tell me earlier uh, yesterday is that there's going to be there's going to be things that you hear out there that sounds very similar and close to the truth, but it's not the truth. And guess what? If you start falling into that because you don't know the truth of God's word, you don't know what to combat what you don't know. You can't combat something that you, you that, that if, how can you combat something if you don't know the God's word for yourself? So if you don't know it for yourself, you're going to fall into the trap of that deception. Don't fall for the deception of the enemy. There are going to be things in this year that I must also warn you about that look like great opportunities. They seem like great opportunities. Matter of fact, they're, they're so good, why would you cost it up? And here's the thing. Don't be deceived. Because what may seem like it's the right thing may not be the right thing for you. Are you hearing me? Let me give you, give you, let me, let me give you, let me give you word to back what I am saying up. Again, all of this is about backing up the, we back up the prophetic through the word of God. Let's hear, here we hear, Colossians 2 verse 8. Here it is. This is what Paul says to the Colossian church. Beware lest anyone cheat you through philosophy and empty deceit. According to the tradition of men, according to the basic principles of the world, and not according to Christ. Here we have it right here. Paul is warning them, beware. I'm telling you, there's going to be things that arises that sound like truth. But listen, let me tell you, it's nothing but empty deceit. Philosophy of men. Again, it's what he said, according to the traditions of men. That guess what? That are according to the principles of the world and not of God. Not, not, not Christ. But here's what, I, here's what I exhort you to do. I exhort you to do what Proverbs chapter 4 says to us, what Solomon says, acquire wisdom. Acquire understanding. 
Do not forget nor turn away from the words of my mouth. Where here we go. Here, verse six. Here it is. Do not abandon her. She will guard you. Love her and she will watch over you. This is what he's saying about wisdom. He's using it as wisdom uh, as wisdom being a female. He said, here it is. Don't abandon wisdom. He's saying, don't ab- wisdom will guard you. Love wisdom, and wisdom will watch over you. Ladies and gentlemen, it is very crucial that you inquire wisdom, the knowledge and the truth of God's word. Guess what? Because guess what it's going to do? It's going to guard you against deception. It's going to guard you against deceit. It's going to guard you, and guess what wisdom does? It watches over you. Let's, oh my God, put that in chat. Say, I need to acquire wisdom. I need wisdom. Look at somebody in the room. Say, I need wisdom. I needed to watch over me because I can't. Here's the thing. Here's what's happening with people is that people are forfeiting. Their, oh my God. Oh, come on. Uh, there's a man. There's a, there's an account in the scripture uh, about Jacob and Esau. And here's what I, here's the issue about Jacob and Esau. Esau was in the, he was the rightful one to have the blessing of his father. But because of what he thought that because of his own lustful appetite, he traded away his birthright to Jacob over some food, forfeiting the promise of God. Don't allow your appetite. It could be food. It could be sex. It could be drugs. It could be money. The need for acceptance, approval. All of that can be things that will forfeit the promise of God because you will leave God alone and go to that very thing. And guess what happens? You miss the promise of God. Find yourself to be in trouble. But guess what? God is gracious. He'll bring you back up. But don't miss your opportunity. Are you hearing me tonight? And so this is what God begins to share with me prophetically. Can I go a little further? And I'm going to be coming to a close. Here it is. Here it is. The next thing he says, in 2021, God will right the wrongs endured by the righteous. Let me take you back to Psalms. Again, I don't want to put anything out of context. I'm keeping it in the context of the verse. All right. What the context of the verse is saying, ladies and gentlemen, that God imputes, again, righteousness on those who have, again, ascended to there with clean hands and a pure heart. I come with him. I'm cleansed, ladies and gentlemen, through the blood. By being cleansed by the blood, his righteousness has then been imputed upon me. And therefore, whatever the enemy tries to come and uh, let me tell you something. There has been a heavy, there has been heavy accusation of Satan against the people of God. Heavy accusation. There is an account, and I'm going to share with you that later. There's an account in Nehemiah chapter 3 and my conversation with my father yesterday. He brought this to my attention as we were discussing some of the things that I was, uh, uh, that I was you know, listening to. Zechariah, excuse me, thank you. Zechariah chapter 3, and, and, and we have Joshua who's the high priest. Not, not, he's not Joshua who led the children of Israel uh, after Moses. No, Joshua the chief high priest. And what happens is he's, he's standing there with filthy clothes on, and the, the scripture tells us, tells us that Satan, ladies and gentlemen, was, was spewing accusations against him. 
a chief high priest, by the way, spewing accusations against them. And God speaks in that moment and pretty much cleanses him even while Satan is throwing accusations. Matter of fact, he rebukes Satan. He rebukes him and then tells him that and, and then and, and then and then tell and pretty much imputes righteousness upon Joshua in that moment. And then says, I'm gonna send you to this. Are you hearing me? I'm gonna send you among the people. I'm gonna do this. Why? Because God will always vindicate the righteous. And what the Lord began to share with me, and what I begin to see, ladies and gentlemen, is that there has been heavy slander uh, that to come upon the church. Heavy accusation upon the people of God. Heavy accusation that we have been enduring because of some who may represent the kingdom of God who may not really be of us. But we are being accused for it. There's been injustices, ladies and gentlemen, that has happened in 2020. And let me tell you something. Those injustices, ladies and gentlemen, is not only the ones that we've seen broadcast with George Floyd and other men who may have seemed like they've gotten away. There's been injustices that has happened in the church. People have been misabused. People have been treated unfairly. There's been, there's been mistreatment of people. We see the senators and congressmen arguing over a $2,000 stimulus check saying, oh, we're going to make the rich richer. Oh, the money's only going to go to Walmart or those types of places because we want to just get it and spend it. Many people are hurting all across the world. And there's been righteous who have been impacted by this. And what God says, I'm going to vindicate the righteous. Here, uh, okay, I'm going to give you something. Hear me. Uh, watch this. I'm going to give you something here. I want to back up what I'm saying to you. Again, we, we, we base everything, the prophetic, off of what? Scripture. Isaiah 35, verse 4. Say those who are fearful hearted, be strong, do not what? Fear. Behold, your God will come with what? Vengeance. And here's the part I like. With the recompense of God, he will come and save you. With recompense, he will come and he will save us. Let me tell you something. There's recompense that's coming to the, to the children of God. That it will not go unpaid. I don't know who needs to hear this who's watching. You may have been feeling like all of the things that you went through is so unfairly treated, uh, misabused. Your landlord may have abused you. Knowing your situation, your job may have abused you, let you go. Uh, just when all of this stuff was going on because you were the older one there and they kept the younger ones because you didn't want to pay you. But I'm coming tonight to tell you, you're going to get some recompense. God will vindicate the righteous. That means whatever, whatever you've been blamed for, whatever accusations that has came upon your name, whatever slander that has came upon the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, I'm telling you now there's recompense that's coming. And the way God is doing this is that he will purge out what is not right. Look at, oh my God, the purge is coming. The purge is coming where God is going to purge. 
He's going to purge the church, ladies and gentlemen, and he's doing it now. He's doing it very now. Are you getting anything out of this as we are in this year? So God is going to right the wrongs. There were, there, there again, he said, here, 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 here it again in Psalm 24. In Psalm 24, he says again, uh, the eternal will stand close to them with blessing and mercy. And God who redeems will right what has been wrong. You know why? Because he will stand with them. God has not forsaken the righteous. God has not forsaken you. I want you to put that in your mind. Say, God ain't forsaken me. God has not forsaken me. God, he said, I'm going to stand close to them with blessing. And mercy. And mercy. Let me give you the last one here. and We're going to pray. We're going to pray into, we're going to pray into this word. The last thing I want to give you is this prophetically and hear me. And as I continue to unpack this and for weeks to come, those who consistently make the worship of the father a priority with obedience of heart to him will ascend spiritually to new dimensions of his glory and power. Hear me and hear me good. This Psalm of 24, Psalm 24, ladies and gentlemen, the first six is about the worship of God. And here's what the Lord is saying to us. We have to come in a pure, sincere place of worship. Worship, ladies and gentlemen, is not based upon the music you sing. Worship is all about the heart and where is his posture to. You can worship anything and anyone. Worship, ladies and gentlemen, is a matter of, number one, realizing is, is realizing who you worship, who and whom you worship. Here's the thing of what Jesus told that woman at the well, that Samaritan woman, say, you worship what you don't know. That's the issue is many people are dancing because you see others it's like monkey see, monkey do. That's not something that's really a part of you. You really don't know. You don't know them. How can you worship someone you don't know? How can you really submit yourself to something you don't know? That's not real. That's not sincere. That's not genuine worship. Genuine worship, ladies and gentlemen, is about the obedience. Obedience and surrender to God. And here's the issue is that when because people love worship. People love worship. But do they love the worship of God? People love praise. And you want to know the issue is what God is saying is that God is bringing back the sincerity and genuineness of what worship is about. In the book of Ephesians, ladies and gentlemen, the scripture tells us and exhorts us, Paul exhorts us, I believe in chapter four, that we should walk worthy to the calling of God. That we ought to walk worthy. You know what walking worthy is? That's a part of worship. We're walking worthy according, and here's the issue. We're not walking like we should. And you want to know a year like 2020 comes, and people celebrate, oh, we're in 2021. But guess what? It's not until people understand that until you get yourself and true up in line with God and really being obedient and surrender to God is when you really will see change happen, and it's not going to happen until you do so. 
Ladies and gentlemen, TCF, the Lord began to share with me and challenge us is that we have to, we have to go into a, a, a serious, consistent uh, 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 lifestyle of worship where you are consistent. I'm not saying perfect. I'm saying consistent with the way you worship God and that it's evident. Because the fruit, you got to bear fruit of what is, oh my God, you, the fruit has to show. The fruit has to show, ladies and gentlemen, and we have to understand and hear me is that we have to get to a place of true, sincere worship, ladies and gentlemen. We are in obedience and consistently making that a priority, consistently making that a lifestyle that, no, this is not something I just do. Our Christianity is not just something I profess. No, it is my life. This is my very life. Me believing in Christ, me depending on him is my very life. Guess what? I don't graduate to a place of independence without God. It's not about that. What, what I'm doing, ladies and gentlemen, is surrendering to myself to him. Because I understand and I hope you get this in your mind. You and I can't do nothing without God. You can try. It won't work for you. This is a matter of your life. This is your lifestyle. You don't pray for brownie points. You don't come to church because God has some type of thing in heaven and saying, how many times this person came to church? Check. No, it's not about that. It's about your life. Whether you're watching online or in person, what are you doing? You know what some people did? They took Sunday home. No more church in service. I'm not going. Don't tune into nobody online. You don't participate in the worship thing. You're just chilling. That's crazy. Then what do you do this for? Do you come to church to look cute? Come to church to find a man or a woman? Come to church because you want to be seen as a, as a Pharisee that I'm so self-righteous? What are you doing? And that's why all of you who are waiting for things to go back to normal, let me help you understand something. Nothing is ever going back to normal. Nothing isn't going back to normal. Pandemic may go, but guess what? This pandemic has ushered and has accelerated a new normal. A new normal has arised, ladies and gentlemen. And what I'm doing tonight is setting the groundwork for what our church is going to look like in the next, in, in, within this decade, within years to come. Because guess what? The local church has changed. You are a national church impacting the world. TCF Nation, we are everywhere. Wherever you tune into that, you are part of the family. <laughs> There's no excuse. Oh, I don't live there. Who cares? We got life groups online. You can do whatever you need to do. Ladies and gentlemen, as I come to a close, we must understand is that, again, God is looking for sincere worshipers. And he, sees, he says right here, the ones who are like Jacob, who will seek the face of God. Who will seek the face of God. As I come to a close, ladies and gentlemen, I'll give you the foundation verse of what our church was built on. Is this verse right here, 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 18. Our foundational verse right here, it says, but we all with unveiled face beholding as in a mirror the glory of the Lord 
are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory, just as by the spirit of the Lord. And what I'm believing is that God is ascending us to another level of glory, another level of his glory, another level of his presence. As we go into this year, listen to I'm telling you, we are, we are going to, uh, sin. If you believe that word, stand to your feet and let's pray and let's get out of here. Let's pray about this word tonight. I want you to, uh, with a person that you're around, uh, stretch your hands to them, uh, again, in, in proper social distancing. And if you've got to turn around to them and if you're online right now, I want you to pray uh, concerning the word that you've just heard about a sin. Uh, we're going to impact this as this month goes on. There's more that I have to share prophetically by the spirit of God, but I'm we're, we're decreeing this right now that God tonight, God, we're praying right now, God, creating us a clean heart and renewing us a right spirit. Oh Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ, we pray, God, let our hearts uh, be surrendered to you. Let our, let us live in obedience to you tonight in the name of Jesus Christ, that this is a matter of our life. This ain't something that we just do as a hobby. No, this is something that's a part of our life in the name of Jesus Christ. And God, we pray God that we would stay under your mighty hand tonight. We pray God that we would stay under your mighty hand tonight because God, you will humble you. God, you will exalt us in due time in the name of Jesus Christ. But God, we're saying we don't want to go anywhere until God, you do and fix what's in us in the name of Jesus. We don't want to go on anybody's platforms and extend, oh God, to any further platforms without God, you working anything that's not like you, oh God, within us in the name of Jesus. God, we say, God, we crucify our flesh in the name of Jesus tonight and we lay it down before you and God say, do what you need to do with it in the name of Jesus Christ, oh God. God, we lay aside any, oh my God, any trace of the old man that would try to raise up, oh my God, raise himself up in us in the name of Jesus Christ, oh God. And God, we pray right now, God, let our hearts be pure before you, oh God. Let us walk with integrity, oh God. Let us walk worthy unto the calling, oh God, of which you called us tonight in the name of Jesus Christ, oh God. And God, we repent of our sin, oh God. We turn our minds and we change our minds, oh God, tonight. We pray God to put in us oh my God oh God put in us a hunger after the things of God tonight put us in a, oh my God put in us a thirst oh God for the things of God tonight in the name of Jesus Christ oh God we God say ask the deer pants for the water so does our soul tonight long after you oh glory to your name oh Lord God we pray right now in the name of Jesus oh God that you will right every wrong in the name of Jesus we ref oh my God we prophesy in the name of Jesus that within this year there is recompense that is coming to the people of God I say right now back oh my God compensation from oh God past due oh my God unemployment is coming back to the people of God in the name of Jesus Christ I pray God in the name of Jesus we pray God right every wrong in the name of Jesus we decree and declare any slander of the enemy we say oh my God he's a father of lies in the name of Jesus Christ Christ and we thank you oh God for the mercy of God we thank you for the mercy of God we thank you for your grace oh God tonight in the name of Jesus Christ oh God we thank you for your unfailing compassion that you have towards us oh God we God thank you God for your new mercies in the name of Jesus Christ we thank you for your new mercies that we see because if it was out with oh my God without the Lord 
God's mercy. We would be consumed, oh God. But God, thank you that you haven't consumed us in our own mess. But God, thank you that you love us. Thank you, God, that you kept on loving us in the name of Jesus Christ. And I decree and declare that God, that you're going to shoot us out in this year. I decree and declare that every gift is coming off of the backside of the desert. I decree and declare that every dream is coming off of the backside of the desert. I pray right now that business plan is coming out of the hiding. In the name of Jesus, I pray that book is coming out of hiding. In the name of Jesus Christ, I pray, oh God, that, oh my God, that real estate is coming over the other backside of the desert. God, you're ascending us. God, you're taking us higher, higher in your glory, higher in your power, higher, oh God, oh God, in the name of Jesus Christ, higher, oh God, new dimensions of your glory. We declare that the signs and wonders be done in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. We honor your presence tonight. We honor your presence tonight. We pray, God, God, take us higher in you. God, take us higher in you. God, take us higher in you, God. Take us higher in you, God. Take us higher in you, God. And help us to understand, oh God, that it's not for our glory, but it's for your glory. It is for your kingdom to advance. It's for your goodness to be shown. Oh God, we pray right now that as you said in the book of Isaiah, to arise and shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord shall be revealed. And God, you spill out. Let your glory be revealed through your people tonight. Let your glory be revealed through your people tonight. Let us, our hearts be open. Let us be good vessels for the glory. Let us be vessels, oh my God, for the glory. In the name of Jesus Christ. Oh my God, in the name of Jesus Christ, we pray. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. We believe it right now. We believe it right now. In the name of Jesus. We believe it right now. We believe it right now. Oh my God, say over your life, say, Lord, take me higher. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, take us higher. In the name of Jesus. Thanks for listening to the Get Transformed podcast. We hope that you subscribe so that you can continue to be empowered by the latest podcast. For more information on Transformation Christian Fellowship, visit our website at transformationchristianfellowship.org or download our free mobile app on the App Store or Google Play Store. If you would like to support this ministry, simply text TCF1 to 77977. We thank you for your generosity and for listening to the Get Transformed podcast. And remember, transformation starts here.